Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Stand by lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. Oh, I'm doing it backwards. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> um, there's a reason Tyler works in film and I don't. I just tried to do the three, two, one countdown. But guess what? I went one, one two. two. Oh, wait, we're going go to start over. So hi, welcome. This is Pretend World's Real People, uh, a <laughs> podcast where we talk to people who work in the film and theater industries and uh, learn about what they do and who they are and fun stuff like that. Yeah, we're super excited to get things going today. I am Tyler. And I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Uh, are you sure? I think so. Okay. Today, yes. Um, and today is uh, a nice snowy cold day in Denver, Colorado, which is exciting, actually. Um, but I, I mean, I love the snow. I'm excited. And it's better than smoke and ash and fires. Yes, so, actually. Okay. Yeah, that is a good thing. Yeah. Fingers crossed. There's a lot of fires going on in Colorado right now. So if you have any time to donate. Oh, um, smart. There, I can't remember the name of the organization that's coordinating that right now um, mm. for fires near Grand Lake and Granby. You can look it up. But we'll put it in the show notes yeah. for everybody uh, yeah. if you wanted to donate anything to, to help out for the cause. But uh, yeah, hopefully the, the snow will cool down the flames in the mountains. Hopefully. Uh, a little bit. But today we're going to hop over to New York City. Yes, we are, where it is not snowing, I'm assuming. Um, but uh, the, today's <laughs> guest is um, a good friend of mine. His name is Josh Goff. And um, he is works, actually, he's the one friend I have that works in like film and TV, or at least has in the past. Oh, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, Josh. How are you? Hi, guys. Great to to be on this. I'm yeah, excited. Me too. Probably nervous. I I took a tums though, so I'm feeling <laughs> really good. So yeah. Uh, well, now. we need to take a bathroom break at some oh, yeah. point. You know, yeah. that's totally fair. Don't be nervous. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh oh. No. Um. Steph's but, already getting very kinetic yeah, with her movements. Yep. We're still figuring out this whole sound audio setup, guys. There we go. We'll get there eventually. That'll work. Um. So Josh. Um. Tell us about who you are and why you think we've asked you to be on this show based on your previous careers. <laughs> well, that is a beautiful intro uh -huh. um, because <laughs> I've definitely dabbled in a lot of things. Um, yeah, currently I'm in TV production and have been for probably five or six years um, going from a PA production assistant on a set to uh, now line producing. So I've had a fast paced journey, but like a great one. Yeah. Um, so that's my current work, as I like to say, yes. because I'm sure as we'll learn through this conversation <laughs> that, um, you know, a career for me is like optional. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I really am choosing one to stick with, but yeah. for right now, it's, line producer in TV. I think my favorite one that you considered for a long time when I first met you, which was 10, almost 10 years ago, um, was Doctor. And that one oh. didn't actually come to fruition, which makes, yeah. I don't want to say makes sense, but <laughs> that would have been a big choice well, to well, not stick to. 
<laughs> well, watch yourself because that's still Oh, on the it's list. still floating there? <laughs> yeah. So what is I, on the list? What are I mean, all of the things you've considered in your life? How long does this podcast last? And how uh, like, we can go case, all day. No time. This yeah. is this, yeah. Um, might take a couple days, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the passion list and the curiosity list are very strong and very active. Yeah. Um, and long. Um, yeah, it's funny that you say that because I just backing up several years. Um, I went to college and was studying uh, biology and chemistry and, and on the pre-med track. And as I've always wanted to be a doctor from like ever since I knew what that meant um, and worked toward it, you know, through all of school, like with that ambition and that goal. <clears throat> and then probably my junior year, senior year of college, I was like, you know what? That seems like a lot of work right now. <laughs> um, and I was like, also, I don't want to like commit myself to one thing for the rest of my life. And I, I wanted to go into oncology and I was like, that is going to be uh, pediatric oncology. And I was like, that's going to be very sad. Yeah. But also just devoting a lot of time. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to give, give up my um, other desires to try other things. So, right. you know, I uh, finished the degree. Um, and now I'm actively not using it since <laughs> like I graduated. percent of college graduates, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, correct. Yeah, which is a good point because it's like, you know, education is obviously important, but um, I mean, how many of us are actually doing what we originally thought we would right, be doing? Right. Uh, it's probably very few people, but. Yeah, especially now. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So tell us a little bit about your journey into the TV world that you've been in for the past few years and, and what that process was like and kind of details about what you've done and do and whatnot. Yeah, totally. So I had several friends in production, um, both in theater and then also film and TV. And I, I just thought it was always uh, really cool, the work that they did from the creative side and as well as kind of the production and logistics side. Um, and as I kept thinking about it, I was like, oh, since I have no career path um, and I have a lot of like different goals, I was like, oh, that might be fun to try. Um, and I, I talked to them, you know, went through things and realized that, oh, I guess I am creative in many ways, but I, I definitely have a logistical mind. And that's probably like the nerdy science background coming in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had a friend, um, I was bartending and serving at the time and his wife, uh, was a line producer uh, for a reality show. And I was like, do you think I could just maybe chat with her sometime about like TV and getting into it? And um, so long story short, that happened. Um, and then a few weeks later, she was like, oh, we're doing a reality TV reunion uh, for this series. So if you want to be a production assistant on that, um, we can bring you to set. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> um, and so I went and I like took time off work and um, I was like, okay, all right. I do not like fetching coffees, but I will, you know, go beyond that and, mm -hmm. and think about what the job actually is. Um, it was just cool to be on a set and to see how all the different departments work together. And, um, yeah. you know, just the, it was almost a fascination with it, which again, goes back to my like curiosity of like, mm -hmm. oh, that looks neat. Let me try that. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, it kind of went from there and I, I did that for maybe a week and then uh, probably, I don't know, a month later they were like, oh, someone's leaving our department and we have like an office production assistant job. And I was like, hmm, uh, the money for that is not very much. Um, <laughs> and I was doing fairly well uh, bartending and serving. Um, and I was like, what? Like, who cares? Like, mm -hmm. I truly, none of that matters. Like, I, I just want to like explore. So um, left that job and took a big pay cut um, and then started doing that full time. And, and it kind of progressed um, through the years, um, both with reality and sticking with that show. Um, which really you like, have yet to name, which- makes Oh yeah, no, I'm not trying to hide it. It's Team Mom. <laughs> Um, oh, nice. And, yeah, is it nice? <laughs> I mean, um, for stories. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of experience. Is, yeah, yeah I, I will say, I had great mentors, um, and Teen Mom and Reality in general are an amazing boot camp mm. for learning everything about production, because that show specifically is, is very, like, true to reality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a fight between people and you're like flying a crew within, you know, six hours. They're on the first morning flight or um, you're already down there and then you just extend and you work like uh, insane hours and you're just constantly like catching every moment of mm -hmm. them um, having, you know, issues or uh, um, even good things in their life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely a boot camp and sort of a crash course on how to, to be in all of it. Um, which is so funny very large sorry go ahead um I just I, I just think it's funny because um so many people think reality tv is scripted and mm -hmm. I know I for a long time did too um so it's cool to hear from you that it's it's very at least for that show it was very real that's what yeah I'll yeah. say that, reality and um I have worked on a few other realities um and they they're 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 real but you know they might not film as often as we did for team mom so it's like oh they might just prompt it like oh you and stephanie had a fight last week um why don't you tell us about that and then it would basically just stir up a bunch of emotions and right, like right. bring it all back it, um God. you know or yeah so <laughs> i don't know I, I think it's so interesting like uh, that experience was great but now I probably suffer from a little PTSD from it, um, just because of just because of the the insane hours and you're constantly on call and it's sure. like twenty four seven, uh, no matter what your position. Um, with that, I, I moved up through the ranks um, into production managing um, a one series um, for the young and pregnant, um, and um, yeah, it, it it was it was interesting and, and fun at the same time. What does what is producing that kind of a show mean and look like? Like, what are your day-to-day -day tasks and stuff? Yeah, I mean, with that show specifically, I only um, was a PA okay. coordinator and PM throughout the process of three-ish years, something like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, again, it's like that um, on-the-fly stuff happening. So, you know, you're scrambling a lot of the time. Sometimes it's like smooth and you're just like filming in multiple cities at the same time with different crews all over the country. Um, other times you are like getting a call at 10 p.m. or, you know, 
in the middle of the night and it's like a baby's being born you're like oh great let me wake up the camera person that's standing by um so just a really fascinating interesting job um but yeah i think the day-to-day is more logistical um as far as what i was doing so you know planning things and and uh putting schedules together and and planning travel for um both talent and you know a crew of mm-hmm. seven or eight um getting them all over the country and they're also flying from different parts of the country so coordinating all of that uh, mm-hmm. so that they arrive at the same time it can carpool to the hotel um and then just you know the gear um uh, for filming and and all the things that you probably don't think of that are happening behind the scenes um there's a lot of planning that goes into that in order to just see them you know on tv right yeah is that something uh like for a reality show of that caliber, is that something you'd, you'd schedule out a certain time of the year to just be on call for those people? Or is that, like, how is that planned out? Yeah, it's interesting. So for that one specifically, it's, um, you have like a season, a regular season. Okay. So usually yeah. three to four months of filming. Um, and within that time frame, you um, are probably going to them, each, each cast member once or twice a week. Um, and flying crews there. Um, For those that are about to have a baby, because that's the obvious theme of the show, um, somebody sort of stands by um, waiting for that birth to happen to also catch that on film. Um, So it just kind of depends on on the story. But yeah, over three to four months, people are flying back and forth to to catch these scenes. Um, And even if there's not drama, people are going there to, you know, like, um, oh, we want to do like um, you guys at the park and, you know, we, you know, cleared this park to film in and, and we're going to go there and have like fun with the kids and have a picnic. So, I mean, a lot, some things are planned okay. um, yeah, yeah. from, you know, the creative producers and things like that. Um, it's not just constant follow because to be honest, it would be very boring because mm-hmm. some of them are, <laughs> are not that active mm-hmm. as far as like doing things or if you watch those shows or even a lot of reality shows, you know, you'll see a lot of things come uh, at a dinner or a lunch. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that's just a very easy way to like film something and have a conversation and it can go all different directions. Right. Um, and all of the, I don't watch reality TV. Um, oh, you but know? All... <laughs> what was that Bachelorette nonsense uh, a couple nights ago? Uh, not a couple Ooh. nights ago, a few week, few months ago <laughs> when we had a different roommate, maybe. Um, but um are all of the girls like you say that they cruise fly everywhere? Are they in different parts of the country? And like, are all of the crews coming from New York, or do you have local p- places? Like, p- yeah, yeah, it's a combination of all those things. So okay. the the cast members are all over. Okay. Um, some of their baby daddies are also like local, or maybe mm-hmm. in a different area at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, for the just to note, it's going into its 11th season. That's insane. So it's been around for quite some time. Right. Um, oh my God. And so it started as 16 and pregnant, and then certain girls were selected from that to like mm-hmm. continue on with mm-hmm. a series that was Teen Mom. And now mm-hmm. uh, there's Teen Mom OG, there's Teen Mom 2, there's Teen Mom Young and Pregnant, and then there's been like other ones along the way that were not as successful, but those have like, you know lasted for that long so and um, some of the girls who were on it 11 seasons ago are still on it is that correct yeah yeah uh, a lot of them are so their Um, babies are 11 years old (laughs) correct wow Um, yeah um 
which is really yeah interesting so they were on it at 16 and now you know right. like 26 27 or right um so it, it's interesting too from that perspective that that's all they've ever known yeah like, these crews are coming from answering your question a minute ago like crews are coming from all over the country like a lot of them are new york or la based but um there are also some local crews um you know if they're in a larger city or a short drive away so um Every production is different, but for that one specifically, it was um, flying people to where they are and, and mm -hmm. doing that. But um, that's all the girls have ever known is is people in their home, people right. in their space since they were sixteen, and dealing yeah. with you know a, a pregnancy at such a young age when you know obviously for many of them it was not planned. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it's interesting now how they've progressed and mm -hmm. are in their mid to late 20s and right yeah, and this is yeah, how they've still you know made money yeah. like in a way like this is their quote-unquote yeah. career and so yeah that's super interesting that's insane yeah yeah <laughs> well aside from teen mom i i have worked on like done a few like reunions with housewives um i also moved into kind of i left that again because of ptsd i was like oh god uh -huh. i gotta get out so moved into kind of digital content. So original um, development pieces or um, things with uh, shows already established. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and I, also I reality stayed, or? Uh, some were. Okay. So mm -hmm. a lot of them were still for um, like MTV or VH1. Mm -hmm. okay. A lot of them under the Viacom umbrella. Right. Um, there are multiple networks under there. Um, but I did spend a lot of time with like Comedy Central, which was really oh, great that's time. Super oh, that's fun. awesome. And doing different things there. So um, yeah, it was nice to finally switch from that yeah. reality world to like something that was not the same all the time, which again, kind of goes back to me always wanting to like see something new, be a part totally. of something new. So that was like a nice... Uh, change of pace to kind of get that feeling um, rather than feeling like I was dying in my soul was being taken away. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh -huh. yeah. um, I almost got my spirit back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah. And then since then I, I am recent, I've recently done like a daily show of sort of like explainer videos and something for the first time that was educational, which mm, was mm -hmm. always kind of a goal as well. Like, um, love people who watch reality. Thanks for the job, but mm. not my cup of tea. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're kind of constantly surrounded by that and consumed by it, you're like, are people learning from this or is this just entertainment? Right, so right. that's been kind of a nice transition as well. So, um, so you worked for the Viacom and what was the educational piece when you switched companies to? Uh, again, I've sort of dabbled, like, yeah. you know, I am freelance, so, okay. you know, I'm taking jobs as they come, and I have never wanted to sign on to a staff position, because I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't want commitment, like, yeah. relax, yeah. Um, I will be here for a temporary amount of time, <laughs> we will see how that goes. Um, Dating is just yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I will date this production for two months. That's yeah. all you have me for. Yeah. Um, and then I will move on and find someone new. Um, <laughs> but now I forget the original question that you asked me. Um, oh, uh, I, what companies have you worked for? And Oh, um, yeah. So Viacom and then all those networks within it, um, like 
TV Land, uh, again, Comedy Central, mm-hmm. um, BET, um, MTV, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Housewives of New Jersey for a moment. Um, God, so I guess that's Bravo. Um, currently, uh, I was at Vox Media um, and doing a show on the Quibi platform, which mm. was, has now passed away um, <laughs> and been shut like down. Like as of so, this today, yesterday? As of last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that has been an interesting journey. But that show I've been on for, I don't know, uh, six months, mm-hmm. seven, um, since it launched. Um, so that, that's that been a, a cool process to be on a daily show, which I, I've not done. And it's, you know, delivering episodes every day. Oh, cool. um, and and kind of a whole, a whole new world. Um, but now it's, now it's passed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So it broke but, up with you instead of you breaking up with it. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say I am not mad. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a difficult relationship. Yeah. And um, I didn't like the choices they were making. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> how, uh, how did you so I'm not hurt. Okay. They might be hurt, but I am fine. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you get involved with, the, with, with that production? I guess for so, a lot of them, is it just networking or... Yeah, yeah. So just like theater or many other things, um, this job is very network dependent. Mm. Um, You know, you can go to Staff Me Up or LinkedIn and, you know, just different companies' websites to apply for things. But the thing that really gets you in is, you know, a connection to someone. So um, I definitely have kind of built a great... um, Rolodex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had amazing opportunity to oh. for anyone who's under the age of like <laughs> thirty-five. Oh god! Um, you have to describe that. Huh? A Rolodex oh, is basically no. a contacts app, but in real life, <laughs> there are contacts apps. You know, oh, like yeah, yeah like on your phone. My phone. Yeah. Josh really is only in his 30s, but apparently he's actually a 60-year-old in yep. inside. For sure. Inside, I am a curmudgeon old man. Um, <laughs> and probably late 70s. Um, yeah. my, knees, my knees are in their mid-90s. <laughs> so, yeah. Slowly deteriorating. Um, for sure. So anyways, um, you've built up your Rolodex and... I built up my contacts section in my phone. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know, working across so many projects, you're, you're working with a different producer all the time. You're working with a different um, coordinator. You're working with different PAs, um, which is also part of the job of like, you know, bringing all those people together. Um, so, you know, some people last and some people don't or some people make a great impression and some don't but Mm um you know you're still connecting with a lot of people so uh just keeping up with that and and maintaining that relationship is important because um with the pandemic that that happened still happened that happened (laughs) not past tense yet (laughs) um if only wishful thinking yeah um it I had work. Um, I was actually going to do another Teen Mom reunion uh, mm-hmm. and I, another job had just ended and I was like, oh, I can do that. Um, 
three weeks in, the pandemic happened and then it was canceled. Um, so I was unemployed for probably a month, month and a half. Um, was reaching out to different contacts and, and saying, hey, like my gig ended. I know it's crazy times, but if you know of anything, let me know. Um, and somebody was just saying, oh, I think somebody, my, my old boss is looking for, um, you know, a line producer. And I was like, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just reached out and emailed and I was like, hey, you might be looking for someone. I know it's crazy times, but, um, you know, here's my resume. Let me know if you, you know, have any questions. And I had actually interviewed with them uh, a year and a half before that oh, first production. Um, and I had taken a different one. Um, but I had already kind of built that connection as yeah. well. So um, it actually just all fell together, like, perfectly. Um, even though there was a, a lull in time where mm -hmm. I was unemployed, but um, yeah, I've been pretty blessed to take time when I wanted to versus like mm -hmm. being unemployed. Mm -hmm. um, this is the first year that I've not had a no work September, um, which I refer to it as that because I just don't work in September. <laughs> is that because like shows um, haven't started yet or? No, there are definitely shows going. I just oh, don't want to. And I've like that. done traveling and things like that and, yeah. you know, racked up credit card debt, but it's all worth it. <laughs> um, they're like, hey, we want to bring you on for this. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm actually on a different project until beginning of October they're like what are you doing I'm like traveling uh -huh. yeah um My, so, I am yeah. on the project of me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I am getting my spirit back yeah. and uh adding a little blood to my black heart um, yeah. focusing on those things Oh, man. There's a, for the listeners that we have here who may not know what is what does a line producer do yeah um that is a beautiful question, Tyler, and thank you for asking. Oh, yes, um, of course, because I want to know as well. So, yeah, I, I have been rambling a lot, but I've not really no, it's great. explained what I do. No, this is um, so line producing um, is different at times for, you know, what, what type of project you're working on. But overall, it's, it's generally managing the budget mm -hmm. of the production um, and, you know, overseeing a large portion of the production team. Um, and just kind of focusing on the workflow and making sure that things are happening when they should. So you're like a timeline um, keeper and, you know, you lay the hammer down when, you know, things are not on time, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So you, know, you share that responsibility with, um, you know, other roles in the creative producing side or uh, the post-production, which is like your edit um, team of, of editors and graphics and archival and all the people that kind of work on the end to like pull something like this as, that you film together. Um, so line producer is definitely more on the production side, but kind of also a liaison between production and, and creative. Um, okay, because that's you, awesome. you have all the money, so right. people yeah. ask you for permission all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And I do love power. Uh, <laughs> I was um, just going to ask, like, so are you like, <laughs> do, do, do you have a, a angry producer voice or Ooh. what do you go to when somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing? <laughs> or is it more well, about, um, I love sarcasm. Yep. Um, and I, uh, I can also be very direct. Like yeah. I'm a Scorpio and I don't know that 
I truly don't know of any other signs, only of myself, because I selfishly only have <laughs> looking into my horoscope. Um, and I don't really follow horoscopes, but I will say I am exactly what everything says about a Scorpio. Yeah. So I can be like really emotional and whatever, but I can also be direct. And, you know, if you cross me, then, you know, you're dead. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I think that's the nice thing. I, I feel like I always really connect well with people um, in this job and I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, but I also approach things, I think, in a reasonable way. And I'm, you know, I always make sure that I'm justified before you know I have to, you know, hurt someone mm-hmm. or hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a good example that I always think is funny is I was doing a reunion, we're on a set, um, and we needed crafty or like little snacks and food Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. people that might not know that. Um, So we had like a little um, cooler um, set out in an area where people could just grab and go. And I told a production assistant, I was like, hey, I need you to like take this, this production card and I need you to go get ice like immediately, like, you know, I need you back in like less than 30 because we're about to break. Um, cool, 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 yeah, 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 goes. I revisit that area as I'm like, you know, making sure things are where they need to be. And there's this large puddle that has formed around the cooler um, as I pass it. And I'm like, what is that? Um, and the the bag of ice is sitting next to the cooler. Oh, no. Um, so then I, I was like, hmm how does one say to someone that ice melts? Um, <laughs> so then I, I went to him and I was like, okay. I was like, follow me. And like, I, I was like, you know, probably being patronizing and awful, but I brought him over and I was like, what do you see here? And he, and he was like, he's like, oh no. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, what, what happens to ice when it's not in a freezer? or in a place where it can cool. And he was like, it melts. And I was like, exactly, exactly, it melts. I was like, I don't know why you said it next to the cooler. Well, it ran out of space. No, no, that's all. I was like, I need you to clean this up immediately. Like, so I do approach things with a lot of humor, um, but also like, you know, I guess I probably put people down a little bit accidentally. Mm. Yeah, that PA um, hates you and it's, it's like shares the same story, but this was one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't I know. You. you know, sometimes you just have to be honest with people and yeah. I needed him to say that ice melts, which felt really powerful for me and <laughs> feel really good, um, which was what was most important in the moment um, and cleaning it up for safety. Um, safety. No, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I think we've all learned something here. <laughs> and walked away. I love it. I love it. But you know, it's funny. I mean, it, it, I feel like in our industries, I feel like honestly, in, in most careers, like everybody has that person that just doesn't make, they make the choice, but not really thinking it through maybe because they're thinking about other things or whatever but like Mm. when other people see it to you it's like that was the dumbest thing somebody could have done so how could you know and it's hard to not yeah yeah. but it also you know it 
it's a learning experience yeah. you know to be yeah. fair you have totally. like the perfect like tone yeah. and voice yeah. to do something like yeah. that instead of this big brash yeah. producer or some asshole, you have this, yeah. yeah it's just like yeah you're smarter mm-hmm. be smarter mm-hmm. you know just that oh my i God. mean i appreciate you say that i feel like not in an arrogant way but i feel like people have complimented me on mm-hmm. being you know on the level of everyone because i think it's really important you know mm-hmm. I, I i have not been in it that long compared to some others but i have moved up the ranks quickly i've, I've taken like an accelerated path mm-hmm. but in in the accelerated path i've still um you know i still think i know what i'm doing somebody might disagree somebody might think that i put ice next to a cooler but you know still right. here um but I, I think it's so important to like never be above what your others are doing so yes. like being a line producer like you you have a lot of people below you or a lot of people that you're like um managing and making mm-hmm. sure things are going well so um i i'm not above like grabbing a coffee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know the director of the show or right. you know running to grab something because i'm available right um you know there are certain moments though where you have to like i don't know if it's play the power card but you sure. have to like be the author- authoritative figure right. Right. um in order to get something done so like i think because i respect people in their positions um i, I feel like they respect me as well right. when i give right. more direct order yeah um and you know sometimes you you're always gonna have people that are like you know combative Right. In some ways. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's where you're just like, nope. I don't care who told you that. I'm telling mm-hmm. you this now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it it's important to like you know build that relationship. Yeah. Um, even even coming into this the first time, they were already three weeks in um, to this uh, Vox Quibi show, and it was it's a team of 45 or 50, um, and so you know I had to make certain decisions and and sort of like once I grasp how things were run. It was like implementing certain changes or, you know, I don't know that I've had to really lay down the law much, but, um, you know, just, just being direct when I had to, and right. I don't know the people, but I think in those few weeks, like I built, you know, a, a nice relationship that they felt like they yeah. could trust me and I trusted them. Yeah. How was it? having to produce a show though during covid like so many of our guests who are talking to don't have jobs right now or you know uh they are still doing you know retail or something that has gets them out of the house mm-hmm. but you were clearly working i think from home yeah. what was that like yeah i hate it uh, <laughs> <personally>. <laughs> um but again i'm very thankful because there are so many friends that that don't have work and again I am so blessed that um it sort of fell into my lap and the timing was almost perfect um I think the difficult part is production is so hands-on and Mm -hmm. so um working together with teams um across the board and I I know I've mentioned some of like you know the post side the creative side the the production side so like all those are coming together to you know, produce a show that, that you see. So it takes a lot of people. And um, one unique thing with this job is that I've never met any of them in person. I've only met them through a box mm-hmm. on uh, Zoom. Um, so we we played this game or had a conversation one time. It was like, um, how tall is everyone? Mm-hmm. You know, and it really puts people, it, it, it humanizes them. Yeah, and it, yeah, it makes yeah. you realize like, oh, 
I never pictured that they were six feet tall. Right. Because um, I only see them from the, the chest up. Right. Um, or for many, I go off camera because I feel like turning it on. Um, but, um, during it, it's, it's a lot. So yeah. production is already a lot anyway because of all the moving parts. But then when you're confined to only doing it remotely, um, it adds a lot of extra work um, coordinating, you know, just people to get on the same Zoom. Like, mm -hmm. of course, you can just send a link, but it's like, what is their schedule? What are mm -hmm. they on? Like, coordinating all of those things. Um, but then also coordinating during a pandemic when you have a lot of COVID guidelines that mm -hmm. you have to follow. Um, so for this show, we just started sort of venturing into like filming um, within the past month. What was the show then, about? Sorry. The show was a bunch of like, explainer videos. Um, okay. So um, I don't know if you know the Netflix show Explained, but it's kind of a sister show of that. So um, these were five minute videos. Okay. Um, about like, uh, what does it mean to have a second wave of COVID? Um, how does an air conditioner work? Um, why are cheetahs fast? Like, it could be science, it could be um, social, um, you know, when the protests and Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. um, issues were happening and continue to happen, um, you know, we, we did a few stories on that. So like, it, it can be political, it can mm -hmm. be across the whole board, which is what I really enjoyed because it was like, oh, every day, like as busy as it is, we're creating something really interesting. And mm -hmm. the show is called Answered. So we're always like answering a question ah, of like, nice. what is this? situation what is this about um, how does this work that kind of thing right um and to to do all of that and work with those teams during this time it was it's kind of remarkable and we patted ourselves on the back uh, the other day when we were like you know for the times like we produced a daily show and it was one of quippy's top mm -hmm. performing ones so great job yeah um we did everything remotely, like uh, recorded conversations and interviews with people through Zoom or Skype. And, um, you know, our, our host, um, she did every single job that multiple people would do on a set. So sure. she was not only speaking to camera and following the script, but um, then she's uploading the media, which she would never do. She's like right. focusing the camera when needed. So um, everyone sort of jumped in not only to do their role but to also um you know make a daily show run so it was it was pretty impressive and, and very unique like obviously something i hope i don't experience again but um thankful that i, I kind of was a part of something mm -hmm, during this mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. so uh what's next on the horizon for you come come winter well um i'm figuring unfortunately we had to lay off um about 35 people on friday oh, wow. um and just me and a few others are, are left to sort of wrap things up and, and close the books on things um kind of going back to another question quickly is it, it's been rough i think for a lot of people in production because you know, when you're not able to film, it's like, well, what shows can just do like remote yeah. filming? You know, for us, it worked. Um, but I think the thing I'm thankful for is that during this time, I'm in a higher position. So there is more opportunity for me to have work 
Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. you know, whereas you don't necessarily need a production assistant mm-hmm. running around and doing errands when you're not allowed to be outside, mm-hmm. you know, or we're not on a set, so you're not really bringing things. So, you know, a lot of people missed out on work during this time right. because their role just wasn't needed. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess next things for this show is kind of wrapping that out. And then, um, I don't know, I, again, going back to my Rolodex. And my yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I reached out to them and said, you know, even if you reached out to me and they were like, I heard about Quibi, let me know when you're free. So, I mean, that's very positive. That's awesome, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. So um, being freelance, you're always kind of prepared or should sure. be prepared to yeah. maybe not have work for a certain amount of time. Um, so I feel confident in that way. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to yeah, have work and then not have it during this time. And, um, you know, in, in some ways, like I've also felt um, guilty having work when other people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, it's just such a, a unique time. So I guess on the horizon is exploring other things that yeah. I enjoy, um, but also looking for, for new work. Are you still excited by the TV film world? Like, can you see yourself mm. still working in it? Like, COVID or not, like, is this something that you still think you you will enjoy for another few years? Or are you already starting to think of, like, I want to switch professions again. Uh, maybe I will go back to that doctoring or something, you know? Well, like I said at the beginning, <laughs> this is quite long. Um, but, no, I think... As I was like thinking about this podcast and and you guys asking me questions and you know I've I've listened to other mm-hmm. other episodes and they're you know great and you know even in the short descriptions you you mentioned people are like visionary or or master of all trades uh-huh. and I was like fuck <laughs> like I'm not a vision I'm not I don't know what I envision I was like master of all trades like I'm barely mastering one. Um, <laughs> So, like, I, I've also always told people, I'm like, ugh, like, I don't want to be, like, too good, because, like, then people rely on you, yeah. and then, like, <laughs> I want people to, I want people to be like, hey, like, Josh, Josh could do, I think Josh could do that, right. he, he'd probably be okay at that, yeah, like, he'd get the job done, like, it would, it would happen, um, like, but if people are like, oh my god, we have to have Josh, like, yep, hire him right now, like, he's the one, like, I don't want that reputation. <laughs> like, then I can't have breaks. Then I can't have a no work September. Yeah. And then people, like, want you to do more. And I always want to do less. Um, so it's, like, hard. It's, tell like, every, well, now I'm lying. Tell for- your dream job is. <laughs> yeah, well, Oh, yes. boy. I'm excited for um, this. This has been in my heart for a long time. Um I've wanted for a long time to be a demotivational speaker. I I think that's really important because, I mean, think about this. I mean, I don't want to give too much away because I do think this is a possible career. It's like, imagine like big wigs, like in companies are like, you know, they think they're like big cheese, which is an also old tiny thing to say. Mm-hmm. So young, young podcast people, sorry, I'm old tiny, but like, somebody needs to go in and bring them down. Like somebody needs to like tell them. Lower those expectations? Yes. Like, yeah, like, you know, 
I, I do think it's necessary. Like imagine me like at a platform, a big conference. Yeah. And I'm like, you are worthless. <laughs> you know, like people will question it. They'll be like, am I worthless? And you're like, yeah. Um, and here's why. I just, that kind of goes to like my Scorpio personality where I'm like, this is needed and this brings me a lot of joy and I feel powerful and it builds me up. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's super. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you could make a full career mm -hmm. just off of bringing the most powerful people in the world to their most humble. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yes. That's really what let's, it is. Let's it's, be honest. It's humbling someone. Right. <laughs> Right. And, and it's not like you're going to the people who are maybe the low man on the totem pole, no. so to speak. You're, you're yeah, doing it to, to them. Yeah, to the CEOs yeah. and the people who just need to be taken down. And I, you know what, yeah. I'm with like, you. For example, that show, I forget what it's called, but like we're the boss, like work. Undercover like, boss or whatever. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. It's like, why do that? Like, just bring me in for like a couple hours. Right. They'll be humble pretty quickly. <laughs> and, pretty sure I'm pretty skilled. Um, and it, I mean, it's, I'm going to be paid well, because it's going to take a lot of research right, to know right, exactly right. how to humble them. Right. Um, or like, maybe you have a friend, it's like, hey, give me 50 bucks, and I'll like, humble this. Right. Them. Um, like, it's a gift. And oh, I want man. Imagine like all the bridezillas that you could like, yeah. temper. Oh. And yeah, yeah. guys, you agree you're gonna this get a, a job from this podcast someone's field. gonna hear it and yes. they're gonna be like i need yes. that i would love that we and they're gonna every you. single and, studio yeah and i've dabbled in a lot of things so i feel like i can bring a lot to it right like, right i'm ready i'm ready oh someone goodness. like who knew that this would be like me pitching my next career yeah. in this podcast but like now like i'm extra it. thankful to yeah me. now See? you're manifesting it and yeah. all the pictures you yeah. sitting in a boardroom by yourself and having the ceo walk in mm -hmm. and just the look on your face mm -hmm. perfect like, hello gentlemen please sit <laughs> um we're gonna do a slideshow <laughs> today <laughs> yeah. yeah yep god now i'm like i'm gonna stop everything and just like focus fully on that i think Smart. you should um, hey. i think you should yeah. I mean, on a more serious note, I, I do um, think of like my passion or purpose. And I've struggled with that a lot over the years. Um, because I think for so long, I thought and felt like I was supposed to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, quickly realized during that time, like, I love biology, love science, like, I'm still very nerdy. And if somebody's like, I'm sick. I'm like, what symptoms do you have? <laughs> um, but like, I'm going to research that and I'm going to diagnose you before you go to the doctor. And then you confirm with me and let me know that I'm right. Um, so like, I love that. But I think, so, God, I'm so old. Like, I love Oprah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's because I'm gay or just because, you know, she's an icon. Um, but you have that beautiful picture of the two, the three of us together when we paint. Yes from painting i'll find yes. that and yeah we're well, post it. it's so good she <laughs> yes um she's always said like um it in order to like follow your passion to find your purpose but then she interviewed someone god now i'm like an old woman um elizabeth gilbert um who was like a motivational speaker mm -hmm. uh, whatever that is uh -huh. um, and she was like 
building people up like find your passion do all these things and then somebody told her like I don't think I have a passion mm-hmm. and like she was quickly like well everybody has a passion but then she thought about it and it was like oh well maybe someone has like not one sole passion mm-hmm. but they have multiple passions so I think I'm I'm in that world like it yeah. took me a long time to kind of discover that because yeah. um I am so curious and I think one of the things she said is like, there are jackhammers and there are hummingbirds. Like jackhammers are like, they know their purpose, they're going for it. Like they're passionate about it. Like that's all they they know. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was in uh, undergrad, it was like, some people were like ready to go to med school, applying to like top schools and like they went and they're mm-hmm. doctors now. Um, others like me, hummingbird, um, which I don't know that I love being a hummingbird, but like um, the whole purpose of that is that um, you know, they travel all around mm-hmm. and they're going from like, flower you know, flower. literally like flower to flower, things like that. And it's like, and then you're bringing all these experiences to things that, you know, haven't experienced it before. I think when you think of it in like the, um, my reality. Um, so it's like, sometimes if you let go of what your passion should be, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, stop trying to find, to define what that is or mm-hmm. where you're going next. Um, you know, like maybe as you're curious and, and exploring all of your passions, you know, you will find your purpose or maybe you'll realize that your purpose is doing many things. Right. Um, I think that's, that's really important because, you know, even when you ask me like, what's next? I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I could easily continue line producing or mm-hmm. TV because I now have the experience in, in that under my belt, but, oh, there are parts of me that's like, oh, I kind of want to bartend again, mm-hmm. or maybe I just open like a coffee shop with no money that I have, <laughs> you know, like someone will invest, right? Yeah. Um, and then a coffee shop you know, in like, New York what? City, that's super rare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I think it's possible. But like, Maybe I, I don't know, maybe I want to be a travel blogger, but like not write and somebody writes it for me. (laughs) But like, you know, they're just, I have so many interests. And for the longest time, my mom was like, you know, you're a, you're a jack of all trades, but a master of none. And I was like, years ago, I was like, that's so hurtful. (laughs) I don't think I'm like great at anything. Uh Um, but as I aged into mm-hmm. the old man that I am, um, I realized that it's fine to have, yeah. you know, to be a jack of all trades and not master anything. Like mm-hmm. I did the saxophone for a long time. And then I was like, mm, I'd like to play the trumpet. And my mom was like, okay, sure. Yeah. She was like, you don't even practice. She's like, you don't even practice the saxophone. And I was like, mm, I mean, like I'm third or fourth chair, um, which means, you know, like you're like, in the middle, I guess. I'm like, I don't want to be first. I don't want to have a solo. Right. I just want to like play the music <laughs> as a group. Uh-huh. Um, so like even way back when, like I've always been this way and mm-hmm. I, um, I, I don't know. Now I'm rambling for sure, but no. I just think it's so important to like um, explore everything. Like yeah. it, you don't have to be tied to one career forever. Right. And, you know, I think during the coronavirus and the whole pandemic it's like a lot of people are forced into thinking about that now because they're out of work right or someone that's going through a transition like me where it's like okay well making money is lovely but what do I want to be doing with my time right like do I 
I'd been working about 50 plus hours per week. And it's like, lovely, great, part of something neat. Um, but what is, what is actually like fulfilling my heart? Like what am, what am I needing to do? And sometimes it is that, and other times it's like, oh, let's move on from that. Let's, let's yeah. try something new. Yeah. 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 Would you say that would be, uh, you know, a piece of advice you'd give to somebody, you know, who may be on the lower end of the totem pole right now, trying to look for work or look for something that's still in their passion? Would you say that kind of goes in yeah. hand? Well, 1000%. I had a friend. Um, he's still my friend. <laughs> I was about to say, where is this um, going? I'm so worried. Yeah. <laughs> We've already he's had no a sad story. I had a friend. <laughs> Um, he doesn't know we're yeah, not friends anymore, but I, yeah. Will, if you're listening, um, news, news uh, I've ended things. Um, no, he, he was in, in the restaurant uh, world as well, managing a restaurant, and I, um, he had an interest in, in uh, TV and, and production, just like I did. And just like I had reached out to this woman, Jen, way back when, he reached out to me and he was like, is there anything that I could do? And I was like, yeah, let's, let's bring you into this. Mm-hmm. So before COVID, he was doing a couple of reunions and a production assistant. And then I gave him a bunch of contacts and I think he got a few gigs from that. So he left the restaurant business just as I had to just focus on it full time. And then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. It was like, he, he actually just recently moved um, back home because he was like, I don't want to go back to the restaurant. I want to now mm-hmm. focus on this. So wow. if I need to like be in a cheaper place mm-hmm. and focus on like saving money, like I'll work some whatever job and then I'll come back when production is alive and well again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think if your passion, I know we keep talking passion, curiosity and purpose, but it's like, if you feel led to like explore something, then do it. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it's not going to work out in the way that you'd planned or as you are part of it, it certainly involves. Um, but just, just explore. Like, yeah. I, I don't think medicine is still on my list because you can be 50 and still go back to med school. Mm-hmm. Like who, who says you have to be right. right out of grad school to do yeah, that? Right. Um, an internship I did in undergrad um, I, I, I was uh, following a bunch of residents and one of them was 50 and he had been a finance person for a long time. Wow. And I still look back at that and I'm like, that's so inspiring that's awesome. because like, oh, you, you did a bunch of things and then you were like, I'll do med school now. Yeah. Um, and I think people still look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, I don't know what your journey is, but mine is very different. Like right. mine is whatever I want it to be in the moment. Um, so did I answer your question? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, and it's maybe <laughs> too, because I also do feel like uh, uh, society is starting to change just with millennials and, and the younger generations um, because college is so stupid expensive and so many of us haven't even paid those, you know, like we're going to start searching for alternatives and searching and, and um, I could totally see a future where we're back to trade school mentality but not just for the typical trades but mm-hmm. also for things that are are more specific um to give people the opportunity to kind of like explore and whatever and not feel that they have to be so focused on one thing and and feel committed to it because they've just spent 
hundreds of thousands of dollars on the schooling right. for it when, you know, that wasn't necessarily necessary. So, I mean, and it, it goes along with a, a thought that I've always had, especially, um, like, I think you're right. I think some people don't have just mm -hmm. one passion. I think some people mm -hmm. can have one really strong passion, but are curious about a lot of other things. And it's, it's kind of that idea of like, following your curiosity. And as long as you can feel comfortable making, you know, like if you're confident and being able to take care of yourself financially and whatnot, mm -hmm. while also still pursuing those things, great. Yeah. If you need, you need to settle on one thing for a little while so that you can, you know, explore something else. That's great. To, yeah. I, I, I really, I like that a lot. Cause I do think that there's still this pressure of, no, you have to find mm -hmm. out what you're supposed to do and this and that. Yeah. And, um, very often that changes. It's not supposed to be static. Yeah. I think that's what I realized too, is yeah. that all the pressure comes from everyone around you. Yeah. So a lot of times it's from people that are really important to you and you don't want to let them down, mm -hmm. but in the end, you're really just letting yourself down. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, I always tell people like, do whatever that you want to do, you know, like, yeah, it, like just explore, like, also be be okay with something that you had a curiosity for not working out mm -hmm. like oh i gave up everything and now like you know that didn't work and now i'm back to square one okay so get back to the drawing board mm -hmm. like what other passion do you have you know like yes if you can do it financially and things like that like sometimes you have to have like a a, a supporting job mm -hmm. while you do other things so it's like I, I always, I think my best advice to people that I always say is like, don't be afraid to switch it up mm -hmm. and don't be afraid when, you know, what you thought was right isn't, um, there's always something new you can be doing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. new adventure that can be had. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Which is why we started a claymation studio in the house. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see these immediately. So, just a quick idea. <laughs> oh um, no. Yeah, no, but it's 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 so true. I think right now what people are calling a a uh, career pivot mm -hmm. is becoming mm -hmm. a little more mainstream and less of a oh well why mm -hmm. are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You went to school mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, yeah, we're all in that same boat, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah. kind of excited to see where things go after the pandemic. Yeah, and see how the, the norms change. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. Like, uh, what should I be doing? I don't know. Whatever I want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like now, now for many is the time to yeah. really explore what your passions are. So when things start Absolutely. opening up or coming back, you're like ready to dive in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's exciting. I think when it's something new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have, I mean, you, the ice story was pretty great, but do you have <laughs> any other, um, really fun or unique behind the scenes, like stories that you think people would be interested to hear, um, working on set or work, you know, just like stuff that before you were in the business you didn't think about but now that you've experienced it you're like oh my goodness but it's also normal to filming or whatever yikes uh, <laughs> oh 
Wow. Some of this is a blur. Um, <laughs> That's fair. So, I don't know. I think that one, that, that ice story always sticks in my head. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. It's so outrageous, but also like, well, you know, it happened. Yeah. Um, I think being behind the scenes um, is definitely interesting. Yeah. I mean, you could probably say this for theater or being an actor and, you know, being in the wings, uh, whatever it may be. But um, there's just so much of a process that's happening that you don't see. Um, I think one of like the most dramatic moments was um, Naturally Teen Mom, mm-hmm. um, a reunion. And it was like, people were notorious for like storming off. It's like, then a camera follows them. And, right. you know, um, I, I remember like, there was a blowout fight. It was like heels were thrown, like punches were thrown, like security jumped in. People were like, you know, like audience was like, Ugh! you know, like standing <laughs> up, like trying not to get hit with like flying Jeez. objects. Um, and then they're like, and then the person is storming away and I'm like, backstage and they're going toward the door that I'm next to and I just like slowly open the door and then hide behind it but like letting them pass through right like all right get out of this area like here's the door use this one yeah um so I don't know it's just kind of it's nuts dealing with all kinds of personalities yeah um not just re- re- uh reality personalities but just you know talent personalities um some are lovely some are very needy some are um both Mm -hmm. uh it's just interesting I I think that's what does keep me in the job Mm -hmm. um because as I've said before it's very different every day yeah um even though you're doing the same show every day sometimes it's it's always like exciting there's something fresh you know like there could be chaos. It could be calm. It could be like a great interview. It could be like, you know, everything gets screwed up. Right. As everything you planned, like you've now gone to a plan B or C and you know, the time doesn't change. You still have to have things at a certain time, but Mm -hmm. like you're like scrambling. So I think that chaos and that stress like actually is disgustingly enjoyable. Well, you know, the reason reality TV is so attractive to so many people is because they they get to witness what's mm. not their reality. Yeah. But for those of us who sure. work in the industry, like we see that reality every day because we have literally asked people with big personalities to be pushed in a room together and like, right. you know, either film it or perform it or whatever. And so it yeah. it's funny because it's we're so used to it that we're kind of jaded to it until we really think about how insane it is sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's so true because when you step back after something's filmed or, you know, uh, even just after a a moment on a shoot, it's just kind of like, God, like, thank God that's over. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like, Oh, great work, everyone. That that really came together. Well, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, it's just, it's so different. And I, I think that's what makes it, exciting for sure yeah yeah 
We okay on time? I think, I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything you want us to, or you want to like promote or, um, that we can also promote. Yeah. That we can then also promote or just like anything that you are, it doesn't even have to be job related, but something that's super important to you right now that you want to, you know, share with listeners. Um, uh, nothing is important to me. So, okay. That's fair. Um, yep. No, that's true. No, <laughs> no I, I was also looking like, um, you know, in the descriptions again, it's like, uh-huh. Who has a website? I'm not even on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not taking the time to do that. I'm gonna go get a pastry down the street and like snack or take a nap. Like make so a Josh website. promotes like, pastries and naps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Solid like, plug. If, it Solid can't, plug. if I'm doing it and it can't be delegated, then it's not getting done. <laughs> um, but no, I think I don't know. I, I I guess I think of all the things that are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know historically um just in our culture mm-hmm. um not to get on a political topic and keep it brief but i think it's important to support things that are important to you mm-hmm. so finding a charity that you love and mm-hmm. means something to you or is impactful mm-hmm. um you know for your life or your friend's life so um i don't know that i need to name any specific ones because i think um like I have some in mind, but I, I, sure. I think maybe just the encouragement of people to support um, what they love and, you know, whether it's helping a local food bank mm-hmm. or getting somebody political in, in to Congress mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. Um, you know, gay rights, um, female rights, um, Black Lives Matter, like all those things I think are extremely important, not just now, mm-hmm. um, but always. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just in the news at the moment right, um, right. they're they're always present um so continuing to do that even when it falls off of the headlines right right um shoot oh i was gonna ask though could people still watch answered or is like quibi not available mm. at all period like all of your work is now non-watchable well um <laughs> i'm not sure okay um i believe quibi is shutting down fully okay uh, december 1st um but there are some on um youtube okay that we've allowed to cross over so excuse me um yeah i think searching answered in vox not fox with an f but vox (laughs) with a v (laughs) to be clear to be clear (laughs) um Wait, have you been thinking Fox? No, but I remember when you first told me you got the job and I was like, I'm sorry, you're working for who? And you were like, no, 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 V. Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All of their things are really great and exciting. Um, Again, nothing to specifically plug or an episode to air, but um, yeah, a lot of their explainer videos are are really cool um, Cool. because they, again, touch on so many different areas yeah um so yeah um no specific plug for them but okay you know, if you want to see videos like that yeah over that way cool i have nothing to plug and nothing to put in my little profile when you guys write something up, so <laughs> uh no I'm that's fine with me figure it out it's gonna be the most beautiful description <laughs> yeah. you've ever seen you're gonna be that. honored um, actually, really, like, what it's just gonna be is, as Josh's mother always said, he's a jack of all trades. Uh, 
the master of zero thing, nothing, absolutely nothing. He's a master of naps and pastries. <laughs> yeah, a non-visionary, a master of nothing. Yes. Mediocre. Here's Josh. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Actually, maybe you should, maybe what should be promoted is I should probably put together a GoFundMe for starting up my demotivational speaking Right, yes. Um, business. Good idea. Yeah, so totally. I think that should definitely be mentioned. Okay, great. Um, because that's really important to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone else. Yeah. Everyone else is going to really appreciate it. I, I think so. <laughs> I practice every day with people that don't even ask. So, you know. Oh, I can just hear Megan and Mark <laughs> laughing at this now. <laughs> well, they're victims. Yep. I mean, they're clients. <laughs> they're clients that don't pay. They're part of like the startup. Yeah, oh yep. I love it's it. Research. Uh, well, Josh, this was so much fun. I knew it would it be. So we really awesome. appreciate yeah. you doing this. Um, we're sorry you lost your job, kind of, but we're excited to hear about your future job. Yeah. And all those yeah. demotivational speaker business yeah. cards. Cannot wait. Listen, God, I need to do that today. I need <laughs> to design a card. Yes. Yeah. Nope. I definitely have work to do. All right. There and it I'm is. Unemployed. No, thank you so much. This was fun. Like, I, I hope, I hope um, it falls into the, the purpose of your podcast. But it I think does. Sharing, Absolutely. sharing has been so fun and um, you guys are great. So uh good 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 work on this and i hope it's super successful like so Yay. far it's been exciting to listen to the episode Yay. So, yeah. good um, you're yeah. our first i think you're our first guest that actually has listened to previous episodes yeah. <laughs> every time we ask a guest they're like no not yet or let's like, mention cool. it like yeah, yeah. let's knew before yeah just you know so. what? it just proves how great of a friend you are yeah thanks dashi so. it's also interesting <laughs> like i would not as a good friend, mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I would not waste my time if I didn't <laughs> like it. So, um, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's but, fair. Uh, Congrats to you both. I think thank it's exciting. You. Thank you. Um, well, with that uh, raging endorsement of yes. this podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, listeners, please remember to um, rate, like, subscribe to us on wherever you listen. So Apple, Google, yes. Spotify, Stitcher. Um, if you're still downloading from Podomatic, that's great too. Um, we are also on Instagram and Facebook um, and we're we recently started if you have if you're all cut up you know about our junkets but um we'll be trying to do midweek uh little short clips yes. um i don't know if it'll be every week or it'll depend on we'll try yeah and it should be hopefully a good balance of of current news right uh pertaining to the arts and us looking upwards that right and more than and hopefully you know and in maybe three more months we can tell you all what Josh is up to now and whether his yeah. demotivational speaker work is actually coming to fruition. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. And if uh, you are listening to this podcast and you'd like to be a guest on the show uh, who works in the arts or, you know, you're trying to work in the arts in this very unprecedented time, uh, just send us an email to pwrp.pod at gmail.com and we'll get back to you ASAP. 
Uh, there's not a whole lot of messages in the inbox, so we're waiting yeah, for the inbox. I know, influx, we so. are. I've had uh, <laughs> uh, my my brothers, which are, it's adorable, are actually all listening to the show, and they're all people with real jobs, um, but they, <laughs> they must love their sister very much because they keep listening. Um, but they've asked me if I have stopped talking to my friends yet and have gotten anybody I don't know, and I haven't, so... We're working on it. Yeah. We're I mean, we have lots of friends, too, that we want to get through, so there's yes. That. Um, but yeah, until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Thank Stephanie. So and I'm Tyler. And this has been Pretend World's Real People. And this is an awkward goodbye. Bye! 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 Bye.